Hello, enthusiasts, and welcome back to Wine and the Bottle, the podcast designed for wine lovers of all levels, where we talk about wine and the viticulture and history behind it. I am your Wine and Spirits Education Trust Level 3 Certified Host, Sarah, and today we are going to the Napa Valley of Italy, the Chianti region. Wine Folly said it best. Chianti wine is as essential to Italian cuisine as extra virgin olive oil, end quote. The name Chianti evokes many emotions in different people. For me, it takes me back to Margarita Pizza on the balcony of the Napolini restaurant in downtown Disney. Now, to be fair, I never actually drank Chianti or any wine with those family meals since that was back in my Moscow mule in Manhattan days, but there is something so specifically Italian about Chianti that reminds me of my ever-so-specifically-Italian relatives. Chianti, the wine, is named for the region in which it is produced, a small hilly area in the heart of Tuscany. The region was so beloved by the Medici family that their support helped propel Chianti as the first officially designated winemaking appellation in Italy, dating back to 1716. There's a term you'll see on Italian wine labels called Glassico. This means that the wine was farmed and produced in the historic center of the region, a designation that denotes consistent quality. So a Chianti Classico is considered a more premium wine than a straight-up Chianti. Then, if the label says Reserva, it means that the wine was aged for a minimum amount of time before bottling. For Chianti Reserva, that time is 27 months, and it could have aged either in barrel or in bottle. Remember those Medicis? Their kingdom was Florence, and later, all of Tuscany. So it makes perfect sense that the Chianti Classico region is the area directly south of Florence, stretching to just above Siena. Chianti wine is a red blend, mainly consisting of Sangiovese and other local Italian varieties. Sometimes you'll find a Chianti with Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot, although those varieties are usually saved for so-called super Tuscans or the Italian response to Bordeaux. Chianti Classico must be at least 75% Sangiovese to earn the title. Traditionally, Chianti table-level wine was packaged in a bulbous-bottomed bottle nestled into a straw basket, kind of like the thing you'd find now in a cost-plus world market. This is called a fiasco. Yes, a fiasco. And very few winemakers still use this packaging, although you will occasionally find it for jug wine. Since the grape varieties used in Chianti are regulated, you can expect consistency with the flavor and structure of the wines. Typical notes of Chianti are ripe red fruit like cherry and red plum, dried herbs, leather, smoke, especially in barrel-aged Chianti Classico Reserva, and sweet balsamic vinegar. Yep, in this case, the vinegary characteristic is not considered a fault. So the Chianti example that I am tasting today is a 2018 
Chianti Classico from Bonfi. So it's labeled Chianti Classico DOCG, meaning that it was in fact grown and produced in the historical center of the Chianti region. This wine is a beautiful, deep ruby color. It's very dark, almost black. Like it looks like blackberry juice in the glass. It's very viscous. The legs are taking a very long time to form on the side of the glass. And the first thing I smell is this beautiful, rich cherry aroma. There's some cedar and leather, red plum and violet and vanilla. It's really complex, but you do, for the most part, get a lot of red fruit characteristic and a little bit of oak. There's a little bit of wet leaf characteristic <clears throat> going on at the very end. So I get the primary red fruit, the secondary oak characteristics, and some tertiary. Let's taste this. Medium body, the tannins sit right in the middle of my tongue. I can barely feel, feel them on my gums. So I'm gonna say medium tannin. It's pretty smooth and easy to drink. Medium plus acidity. It's very nicely balanced. It's a little bit more tertiary on the palate. There's some dried cherry cranberry characteristics as well as the tertiary earthiness and leatheriness. So I think this would be a drink now wine, not necessarily a keep forever wine. And this is kind of an entry level Chianti. It retails for 10 or $15 a bottle. I could see why people call this the pizza wine because it would go great with pizza. A fatty cheese would cut through this acidity and brighten up some of those primary red fruit flavors. On its own, it's pretty good, but you do get a lot of tertiary notes. And I kind of get that characteristic balsamic, but um, not too much. <clears throat> like I was kind of expecting this to taste a little bit more like salad dressing, <laughs> and it really doesn't taste like salad dressing. It Let's talk a little bit about Bonfi, the producer who made today's example wine. Bonfi was founded by two Italian-American brothers, John and Harry Mariani, in 1978. They lived in New York and came from a wine family. Their father had a company called Bonfi Vintners, and it was an import company based out of New York that specialized in importing Italian wines. They bought the property that they named Castello Bonfi in Chianti, and it is 7,100 acres with about one-third planted to vineyards. The property also has become one of Tuscany's premier wine resorts, not only with a tasting space, but also a hotel, restaurant, and all of the winery operations. There are also olive and plum orchards along the property and a truffle field. The Mariani family now owns multiple wineries in Italy. Plus, they have continued the thriving import business. And Bonfi's vineyards are quite varied as it is, as they boast 29 different subsoils, allowing for some variation in terroir and a great opportunity for creating multiple cuvées or blends. 
Even for single varietal wines, you can find a lot of variation with microclimate and soil types. Bonfi's Tuscany line, from which our wine came from, has eight different red wine cuvées, plus a rosé, all sourced from their Tuscan vineyards, five of which are specifically from the Chianti Classico DOCG. Oh, and that's the first time that I've mentioned that term. DOCG stands for Denominazione Origine Controllate e Garantita. My Italian is very bad, I apologize. The term means that the wine follows the regulations put forth in order to qualify it for legally protected status. It's kind of like a regional trademark, and that helps ensure the quality and consistency of wines produced from the region, like we talked about earlier. Thank you for joining me on this trip across the Atlantic to the Italian wine region of Chianti. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider subscribing or leaving a comment below. I hope you'll join me next time. Cheers.